Welcome back to the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of vice. It's Wednesday, January 2nd. I'm Sophie Casas. I hope you enjoyed your holiday break. We're really excited to be back on the air, and we're going to kick things off with a very important question, a timeless question. How old are the characters on Seinfeld? Vice writer Ali Conti has been watching Seinfeld her entire life, and she's 29 now. So as she approaches the ages that she always assumed the show's characters to be, it's recently dawned on her that George, Jerry, Kramer, and Elaine still seem impossibly old. Allie is the kind of person who would likely cream you in Seinfeld trivia, but she realized there was one seemingly basic fact she still didn't know. The ages of the Seinfeld characters. It seems like it would be easy to figure this out, but Allie dug deep for this piece, and it turns out it is nearly impossible. So today, we've got Vice's news editor, Matt Taylor, talking to Allie about this very important investigation. I was surprised to learn just how obsessed you were with a show that I watched when I was a kid and millions of Americans watched and still watch in syndication. I always thought Seinfeld was kind of essentially a Jewish New York show. And you're neither Jewish nor from New York. So please explain how you got into the show, but also how deep your obsession was. I was impressed by some of the credentials at the beginning of this investigation you just published. Yes, very impressive credentials, which included owning at one point all of the seasons on DVD and working a summer job in order to purchase those DVDs. Recently had to get rid of them to make space in my apartment, which was very, uh, very sad. So maybe this is this article was in tribute to that loss. But yeah, I just grew up watching it in syndication with my parents basically every single day and bought the DVDs, got really into like the commentary and stuff. And it's kind of like the making of the show and just became a huge fan over time. So what was your objective in writing this story that doubles as an investigation? What were you digging into? What were you trying to determine about a show that it seemed like you knew a lot about already? Yeah, so I actually came across a, a Hulu documentary from 2016 about mega fans of the show and was watching it and starting to kind of interrogate my own level of knowledge about these characters. And then it occurred to me that I couldn't place how old they were supposed to be, which is seemingly a very basic fact. If you were to describe a character that you know very little about, you should be able to kind of pinpoint at least what decade of life they're in. And the fact that I didn't know this was concerning to me. So I decided to kind of get to the bottom of it. Got it. And who did you talk to for the piece? Who were the sources you interviewed? And did they help? Did they know what they were talking about? Sure. So I started off interviewing somebody that I actually learned about from the Seinfeld documentary that I watched. She was a comedian who was one of the biggest fans, you know, in the in the world of the show. And when I called her up, I thought it was going to be a pretty short article because she professed to know the exact answer to the question that I was asking. But then, you know, after kind of needling her for a few minutes, it became clear that she just assumed that she knew the answer to this question and didn't actually know. So I had to kind of move on to bigger and bigger fans until I ended up talking to Peter Melman, who was one of the principal writers for the duration of the show. Got it. And before we get into the ages of the characters, one thing I was surprised by, just as someone who thought I knew something about the show and 
again, had had this conception of it as being sort of like a New York Jewish thing, was that Melman told you, maybe the most remarkable thing for me, that he didn't see it as being fundamentally a New York show. He said something like it could have been, some of it could, should have been shot in Seattle or some other city. Did that surprise you? I mean, is that how you saw the show, that it was kind of just like a generic city? Uh, or did you see it as, as being very Northeast? Well, when the show piloted, NBC execs were actually very concerned about the same thing, that it was kind of too niche for a general American audience and that the humor would be too specific to kind of the archetype that you described. And, you know, obviously they were surprised to find out that this was going to become the most popular show in America. So I think there is actually something to what Peter was saying. It it does kind of have a broad cultural appeal, even if you've never written the MTA, the episode where, you know, they're riding the subway and dealing with all these kind of like weird cretinous characters kind of has like a universal humor to it that anyone can really understand. It seemed to me like the question you're exploring their ages and how sort of ambiguous it all was, was partly, as you touch on in your piece, just a product of their aesthetic. They all had the kind of 90s dad look in terms of their clothes. Jason Alexander was already balding when the show started. How do you unpack the way these people looked and how everyone kind of looked in the late 80s and 90s from how old they might actually have been? I mean, people don't, even in their 30s or 40s, don't necessarily look that way now, right? Sure. And actually, that is a a thread that went unexplored. And if I really wanted to go deep into it, I could have looked up who the, you know, costume person was for the show. And I did consider doing that. Also, when I watch the show now, and rewatching it to do this article, like they don't look as absurdly antiquated in their dress as they might have to me 10 years ago, because a lot of that stuff is back in style now. Right. So I kind of didn't have as much of that dissonance when writing this article as I've had in the past. So what did your investigation reveal? What did you learn? And do you feel like this is settled? Well, it was interesting to talk to some of the people who were big fans because they had all kind of come up with rationalizations. Didn't actually have like an exact age, but had like ways of approximating it, which weren't always the same, but none of them were like sufficient to me. One of the guys that I talked to kind of averaged the ages of, you know, the actors on the show, which... You know, anyone who's ever watched Happy Days knows that the Fonz was not supposed to be 39 years old in the final seasons of that show. He was supposed to be a teenager. So that's not really a very effective way of kind of guessing a character's age. So I didn't find that to be super sufficient. And then upon calling Peter Melman, the the writer, he kind of told me that my question was stupid. So it's kind of forever going to be a mystery. If if he doesn't know the answer to the question, he said probably 35. Um, I don't think anyone does. Right. And and what's interesting is if they are kind of in this generic gray of not exactly kids or post-adolescents, but also not quite middle age, you touched on how their activities are a little odd. They never seem to go to bars or go out, which, you know, maybe makes sense if they're no longer in their mid-20s. But like, I don't know, I just turned 30 and the idea that I would spend all my free time at coffee shops or like at the theater or the other activities they do in the show is kind of hard to envision. Like, do you think the way 30-somethings behave is in the show is actually reflective of the way 30-somethings were behaving back then? Or was this just meant to really just be a show without nothing and they didn't want to show too much action? I don't know. It's certainly not reflective of the way that either of us behave, as you previously <laughs> kind of alluded to. Um, and that was kind of my, my thing at first. I was like, you know, Elaine is supposed to be in her late 20s at the beginning of the show. She has a roommate. And I find it kind of implausible that you'd be young enough to live with a roommate, but not going out. Um, I found that to be kind of weird. They hang out at a bodega. 
they hang out like like with their parents, which maybe that's normal. And I, I have like a weird relationship with my parents, but like I don't know, their their social activities didn't seem to gel anecdotally with mine and and others that I know. Right. Do you think a show like this would work now, or does it exist now? Are there are there a bunch of them where it's a bunch of kind of ageless people living really milk toast lives that don't include lots of bars or parties and instead are sort of wholesome. I mean, there's like, I can remember one or two Seinfeld episodes where like Elaine and the schnapps, like there's like a little bit of reference to drinking, but like not much. I don't know. Would that work now? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because I've ever never actually watched much of the show, but that show, How I Met Your Mother, like most of their social activity does take place in a bar. So there is a way to do that and make it seem realistic without necessarily portraying like sloppiness or excessive drunkenness that feels a little bit more authentic. Like obviously on Friends, they all hung out at a coffee shop and Seinfeld, they all hung out in a coffee shop. It's the same kind of two or three location television show, but subbing out the bar for the coffee shop kind of makes it this problem disappear in my mind. So you investigated a possibly unanswerable question about one of the most popular TV shows ever set in a universe that may or may not really exist in a specific place or time. What was your takeaway? Was was it worth it? I mean, it was interesting to have one of my favorite TV writers tell me that I was essentially like stupid for asking a question. So that was a personal thrill. But also interesting to see him kind of like Seinfeld is a show. It's about nothing. It's about triviality. So it makes sense in some ways that some people would become super obsessed with trivia related to the show. And to have him actually say that none of that stuff matters um, made me kind of see the show in a different way. You can read Allie's full article at vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. And tune in again on Friday for another Vice Guide to Right Now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.